0: This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Tara from Plus Fitness with Tara. I'm a curvy, fun body positive coach and personal trainer. I love business and fitness. Do you have the tools you need to be a rock star in fitness? A healthy love of yourself and help for me and sifting through health news will do that. I've got fitness topics and guests. Rock stars aren't born, they're bred in experience and fire. Let's do this together. Hi there and welcome to the Plus Fitness with Tara podcast. Today, I have a personal message. But why? Why is it so personal? I can't even begin to tell you, but I'll start here, at age 48. Here I am, 48 years old, still in recovery from my own actions. From the two years where I lost my grip on reality over 20 years ago. And if it hadn't been for my dad ready to throw the book at me to get me to stop how I was living, I'd probably be homeless because I was without the ability to care for my own living basics starting in 1998 and ending in 2001. But I came back from that, so my message is one of hope and gratitude, thanks to the support of my dad, but also the Whippy Health Center and its doctors and nurses, plus a social worker named Rob who helped my dad and I bridge the gap between us to create a life where I could think of a future. I have to admit, though, even though I was in the mental health center for over six months, I still kept going. I started a walking club for everyone in my unit on the mental health ward. The only hazard was the Canadian geese on the property chasing us down whenever we went outside. I did grade 12 and grade 13 math courses to keep busy and helped other students in the small school we had. I did a program called Microsoft Office Specialist so I could regain any computer skills I may have lost, and the hospital program, with the help of the Ontario government at the time, funded it, and I got a place in the school because of that program, thanks to a nurse who helped me apply. So many things aligned for me once I agreed to listen and recuperate in the mental health center, coming in through the forensic side because I grabbed a store manager's arm, but I came back from that, and I became a successful marketing and managing business student. I worked and lived in Alberta on my own. I survived my dad's sudden passing. I've had two companies and 2 nonprofits, and been labeled an award-winning producer and Amazon best-selling author. I work now as a managing director for e Network along with my own fitness business. I achieved my MBA in entrepreneurial management and I'm close to finishing my master's in kinesiology. I finally found what I want to do. I help others because my dad helped me. He didn't have to. He very well could have left me on my own, but he didn't believe in throwing me away, no matter what I said or did at the time when I was so sick. And even when I did my business undergraduate degree years later, and I was on medication and doing talk therapy, we'd still have a few arguments. So then we agreed to go into therapy together at Genet Psychological when it was in Halifax in the South End. We took separate cars to give ourselves time to digest what we could do for an hour with a psychologist. And it worked. And it was that same psychologist we used when I came back after my dad died that would help with my initial recovery and grief. But there's the other side of the coin. Despite paying out all of my leases on physical locations because I wanted to have a good business relationship with Urchin Holdings and Joe Diab, and having created over time a successful video production company and then holding two spaces for fitness clubs, I still didn't learn to put myself first until it was almost too late. So when I made the decision to close the clubs, play out the lease, keep paying trainers and letting them also collect money on their own clients while using my space rent free, no one said, you do you when I made that decision. Everyone around me, it was all about them. I had just been given the news that I had a large builder of plaque in the artery in my neck and given my immediate family history, this was a huge wake up call. My dad died of a heart attack. So did my grandfather in their sixties. My doctor called for a change. And I didn't listen to everyone around me, and I listened to my doctor. I listened, and then I listened to myself. I made massive changes and concentrated on plant protein nutrition along with working out and becoming a yoga teacher. I stayed in Florida for four months with my dogs to soak up the sea and relax. Later that year, I had my heart attack and survived it because I'd made such changes. The heart attack was almost inevitable, but I got through it, and I recovered over time. I had finally taken care of me. How hard is that for us to do? Especially as women. Even as someone as myself who doesn't have a husband or child, I finally learned to put myself first so I could fuel my tank to help others. I often don't consider myself as busy because I've never been a mother to children. I mean, that is a tough job. I have watched my friends go through it. And high high fives to everyone who does that. But it's not my Dharma, it's not my plan. I still help others and donate to nonprofits, but I do it without emptying my energetic gas tank. I make sure I have the fuel to continue. So here's an article I find relevant that aligns with my worldview. I have always been someone who needs a purpose, and I didn't find it until I undertook coaching training with Coaches Training Institute in Calgary, Toronto, and Boston, graduating in 2014. It helped me so much to have a career that helped others, to serve a higher purpose. By Adam Brady. The Art of Being You, Finding Your Unique Dharma. He states on the Chopra.com website in this article that karma gives way to dharma. The manifestation of your individuality through the karmic process is closely linked to dharma, or your purpose in life. As your karmic choices differentiate you, they spontaneously trigger the evolutionary drive of your soul to fulfill its purpose and do what it came here to do. As you are a unique expression of the universe, so too, you have a unique dharma, a way to help the universe to grow and evolve. The root of the word dharma means to uphold. So, in doing your dharmic duty, you are supporting and nurturing the well-being of the entire universe. This recognition is crucial because it's what allows you to do your own story. In so doing, realize that you can't follow someone else's script. You quite literally can't be someone you're not. Akrishna reminds Arjuna in the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 18, verse 47, It is better to perform one's own duties imperfectly than to master the duties of another. By fulfilling the obligations one is born with, a person never comes to grief. Nor is your drama fulfilled by playing small. You have come together to uphold the universe in our own way, not timidly, but with courage, confidence, and conviction. Tap into your uniqueness and expression of your Dharma by following the following six steps. First step, make regular contact with your higher self. Before you can set out on a personal path to fulfillment, you have to be firmly established in who you are at the level of your soul. Routinely diving deep into the field of non-local awareness through meditation, yoga, pranayama, or other contemplative practices will help you maintain a real connection to your higher self. Two. Invoke archetypal energies. Explore archetypal individuals who you feel intuitively intuitively drawn to, be they historical figures, characters in books or films, or modern personalities. Identify the qualities or attributes that inspire to be like them. Carmen archetypal themes include warrior protector, wise sage, healer, teacher, lover, redeemer, builder, leader. Draw on these qualities to help you form a vision of what your life is calling you to do. 3. Identify your passions. Take a step back and ask yourself, what lights me up? What are you excited to do or take part in? Your passions aren't the result of neurons firing randomly in your brain. They are the expression of your spirit punching its way up into your daily life to get your attention and give you clues as to what's important to you. Don't worry if others aren't excited about them. These are your passions. Use them as the fuel to guide your life in the direction it is meant to go. 4. Determine your unique skills and talents. Deep within, you know those things at which you naturally excel. This isn't being vain or conceited. It's simply recognizing that there are certain things you are good at. Just like your passions, your skills, and abilities are no accident, they have arisen out of the unique blend of experiences and choices that make you who you are. Whatever your abilities are, no matter how insignificant you may think them, Know that they are yours for a reason. Honor them, develop them, and play to your strengths. Five, serve others, serve the world. Having rooted yourself in spirit as well as blended archetypal energies, passions, and unique skills and talents together, the next step is to put those qualities together in service of the greater good. Find a way to make the lives of others better, support your community, nurture the planet. Discovering your dharmic niche may be challenging, but like following the clues to a great mystery story, unveiling the secret at the end makes the journey that much more rewarding. Remind yourself that there are no spare parts in the universe, and like the piece of a multidimensional jigsaw puzzle, there's some, somewhere incredibly special where only you fit. Find that place, and the universe will reward you in ways you can't imagine. Six, the final step. Celebrate your distinctiveness. Finally, embracing your uniqueness is part of the amazing diversity of an infinite universe. Fulfilling your dharmic duty is a way to support the world by expressing your individuality. Know that the role you play can't be played by another, and rejoice in the recognition of your unique divinity. Or as Howard Jones shares in his song specialty, about time you realize you are a specialty. There is no one like you. Spend your life worrying about what you could have been. Can't you like being you? So, armed with these steps, go confidently in the direction of your life's calling, follow the path laid down by karma and dharma, fueled by passion and purpose, to the undiscovered charity of your most fulfilling life, awaiting your arrival. Isn't that a great article? I just love it so much. And what I want to point out in this short episode is simply that by opening up to you and letting you know my personal story, I hope it challenges you to find what your dharma is, your purpose. Because it took me quite a while, even after my dad died, to figure it out. I thought I wanted to be in film and video production. It didn't work out, but I gave it a good shot. I thought I wanted to be a coach completely. And then I realized that the nonprofit project I had started as an undergrad business for plus size men and women was really what I wanted to go for. And unfortunately, the stress of managing two locations and 12 employees got the better of me but I listened to who I was. I listened to what I had to do and I took care of myself and that's how I survived my heart attack. And that's how I continue to survive the memory of what I put my family through when I lost my mental grasp on the world. So here today, wrapping up, I just want to say, know that the universe has your back, know that you are loved and any time to start is a great time. Thanks for listening. Yours in health. Tara.